What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Joe and Joey Show. I'm your host, Joey. And I'm Joe. If you're new to our show, thank you for giving us a listen. And as always, if you want to watch the video version of our show, you can watch us on our YouTube channel at the Joe and Joey Show. And where else can they find us? Instagram and iTunes. All right, so let's get right into it. Headline number one, we're going to talk about reactions to the NBA playoffs and what has happened in the second round. So we're going to go through each series. We're going to start with the Miami Heat and the New York Knicks. The Heat beat the Knicks in six games. Give me your thoughts on the series. It was it was a, a tough series for the Heat. Um, ugly, you know, physical, old school, smash mouth type series. The Knicks didn't just lay down. Jalen Brunson, I think he proved to everybody he's a legitimate all-star. Yeah, Jalen Brunson's a stud. I got Jalen Brunson in my top five point guards. You yeah. know, I think Jalen Brunson, he made a statement during this playoffs that he's an elite guy, right? And the Mavericks, they made a mistake by not paying him. That was Huge a mistake. massive mistake Yeah, for them not to pay. J- they could have got Jalen Brunson for cheap compared to what the Knicks paid him. Yeah. And he's been going off in the playoffs. He's a bona fide on his way to becoming a superstar, in my opinion. You know, he balled out against the Heat. He just didn't have enough help. Yep. The Miami Heat were the more experienced, more veteran team. I mean, Jimmy Butler is going off in this playoffs. I think playoff Jimmy Butler is a top five player in the NBA. What do you think? Yeah, he's definitely top five. Um, Sprained his ankle in game one, I think. Mm -hmm. And even Spolstra said in the the postgame after game six when they finished the series out, he said Jimmy didn't really look the same after that sprained ankle. And they showed like a, a picture of him walking out of the uh, the guard or no the heat arena, mm-hmm. and his ankle is like fucking swollen. But he's still balling out there, you know. They're yeah. injecting him with all the painkillers, and he's getting rehab around the clock, and he's still showing out. This Miami Heat team, I think they know that this is their last chance. Yeah, with because this team, yeah. if they don't win it this year with this nucleus they've had for the last five six years. I don't think they're going to run it back again. So they're making a huge push. They're pulling out all the stops. And, you know, they beat the favorite to win the champions, right? They beat the uh, Milwaukee Bucks. Yep. And they did really good against the Knicks. So the next round's going to be tough, and we're going to talk about that a little bit later. I thought the Heat were going to win in six games. You thought the Heat were going to win in five games. Did anything surprise you in that series? Or did you see any takeaways, any positive takeaways that the Heat can bring to the next round? So for the Heat, nothing really surprised me. The Knicks kind of surprised me with their fan base and mm-hmm. how loud the Garden was. That was pretty impressive. Um, but for the Heat, I think we can take to the next series against Boston. We can take the physicality and starting Kevin Love at the four. Um, I know we did that last series. Mm-hmm. But it just gives Bam so much more help in the paint and rebounding and physicality. It just takes the pressure off him a lot. Yeah, the Heat are a very small team. I agree with you. I think they should start Kevin Love. You know, he's a great passer, great shooter. He's okay on defense, but he's a good rebounder good also. Good rebounder, yep. And that's where the Heat really struggle is rebounding. And I think if Boston wins, if they beat uh, Philadelphia, we're recording this Saturday night. I think if Boston beats Philadelphia, that's a bad matchup. Yeah. For the Heat, because they can go big with Horford and and Williams. And the, last year in the Eastern Conference Finals, you know, the Heat struggled to rebound. I think that was their Achilles heel in that series. So hopefully they start Kevin Love and hopefully uh, playoff Jimmy, you know, keeps it rolling. And I think the Heat can possibly go to the NBA Finals, right? Yeah, I feel better about this year's team because Kevin Love is bigger. You know, 6'8", six, 6'9", six yeah. 250 mm-hmm. pounds. Bigger body than P.J. Tucker last year, who's like 6'4". Mm-hmm. So that's a big upgrade, and he's making threes now. So I like, I actually like our team better this year, even though Heroes, he might come back, but he's out right now. You know, this might be a controversial take. I think the Heat are better without Tyler Hero. I do, and I'll explain why. Because Tyler Hero, he's a ball-dominant player. He's not really a catch-and-shoot player, right? He's not going to give you the Duncan Robinson role or the Max Struess role. He needs the ball, but he's a volume shooter, and we already have that with Jimmy Butler. And Tyler Hero, he's not the most efficient player either. Right. So he eats up a lot of Jimmy and Bam shots, and he 
and what Spolster's been doing this year, he's been letting Tyler Hero initiate the offense a lot. And I think the Heat's offense runs better when Jimmy's the point guard or Kyle Lowry's the point guard and when he's getting everybody involved. I don't think Tyler Hero really meshes well with this team. I know the Heat are big on him. That's why they paid him a lot of money. But you're seeing it in the playoffs, though. The rotation they have now, I feel like everybody knows their roles. With Tyler Hero, I don't think... It's hard because they want Tyler Hero to be the guy on that team, but Jimmy's still the guy on that team, so the chemistry there wasn't it wasn't there this year. And I feel like that's why the Heat struggled a little bit. But with Tyler Hero out, look how well the Heat are playing. Yeah, it's it's difficult. I, I don't know if they're gonna try and trade him. I I mean, I don't know if I would I would go that far yet. I mean he won a six man of the year award two mm-hmm. years ago when they won the one seed. But we went to we went to a couple of Heat games this year and He's a turnover machine, too. He, he turns turnover the ball machine. over a lot, and he's not efficient either. So if he's turning it over and he's not efficient. We've said this a lot, uh, and especially in football. Like, you, Once you start getting tape on people, mm-hmm. like like Lamar Jackson, for example, even though um, he's still doing really well, you just you don't play as well. And I think that's what's happening with Hero. I think he's regressed, like his ball handling's regressed. His mm-hmm. defense has definitely regressed. Yeah. So I, th- I feel like people have got more tape on him and know how to handle him better. And that's a good point because people didn't have the book on him, right, in the bubble because that was his rookie year and he right. exploded in the bubble. And a lot of people didn't really know how to scout him, how to play him. Now people have the book on Tyler Hill. It's make him go left, right? Make him finish with his left hand. He's not the best ball handler either. And pressure him. him. Yeah, pressure him full and court. And pressure him, yeah, because... When teams do that, he'll get ripped at half court and they'll take it um, to the basket and score. So I I think Tyler Hero is a good player. I'm not trying to like shit on the man, but I don't think he meshes well with the Heat. I think Pat Riley should have went after Donovan Mitchell this year. Yeah. I really think he should have pulled the trigger on that. And if the Heat would have had Donovan Mitchell this year, we could have won the championship, I think. Yeah, there's still a chance. I mean, I'll, I'll never count him out, but... Yeah, the roster definitely would have been better, and it seems like Hero's not there. Like last year, he was hurt too in the in the um, Eastern Conference Finals. Mm-hmm. wasn't productive. Didn't play in Game Seven or like any of that series. So it looks like it's going to be the same. He might be back in like two three weeks. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you, you need all your guys, all the firepower you can get. Mm-hmm. But I don't see him cracking the rotation when he comes back. It's going to be tough, but. As far as the Knicks, um, tell me what you think they should do in the offseason, how they should improve this team for next season. What do you think? So, I, I mean, a lot of people, and I, because I'm on Twitter and I read the Knicks Twitter, and, you know, even Stephen A. Smith is saying to move on from Julius Randle. I agree with that statement 100%. I'm not sure who they can get in return for him, so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not sure if I would pull the trigger on that. They might get pennies on the dollar. I understand what you're trying to say there. Yeah. yeah. For sure. I mean, if you can get picks and a decent player, then yeah. But I like I like some of the players on that team. R.J. Barrett took a step, even though he struggled a little bit. Josh Hart's a decent player. That guy on the backup center, Hartenstein, I mean, he's not a, obviously not a big name, but he, he played really well. Um, they got a good young team, the Knicks. Yeah. I mean, Brunson's a stud. He's only going to get better, right? This was, was this was his first year as the man on the team, as the superstar. He's going to improve. R.J. Barrett's a young, up-and-coming player. I really liked what I saw from him this year. You know, he's very aggressive. So I like R.J. Barrett and Jalen Brunson in the backcourt. I think that's a good duo right there. I do think they need to move on from Julius Randle. He can't shoot, and he takes too many threes. I think that's the problem with his game and you saw it in the playoffs this year he regressed yep. in the, from the regular season his stats went way down so i think they need to move on from julius rando he's not really a good fit for the team i don't think and it's hard to play with him in the playoffs because he's not a great free throw shooter not a good shooter and if he's not attacking the basket and he's not rebounding then he's kind of pointless out there yeah I, if i'm the knicks i'm going after a like a young forward that's going to fit that that nucleus maybe maybe a little bit of a veteran you know you want him young to fit with the young guys you have but you also need veteran leadership so maybe you should go maybe like a Kawhi Leonard 
try and bring somebody like that in. That's yeah. going to be pennies on the dollar. Here's here's Julius Randle for Kawhi Leonard and give him like two first round picks. Yeah, I do think they need to move on from Julius, but great season from the Knicks though. They weren't even in the playoffs yeah. last year, so they great got season. my respect. Definitely, Jalen Brunson did for sure. Definitely, you know they got Thibodeau, good coach. So they're moving in the right direction. They're signing the right guys and they're drafting good players. So shout out to the Knicks, even though we're not Knicks fans for yeah. the season that they had, because when the Knicks are good in the NBA, it's good for basketball. Yeah, absolutely. Quickly. We forgot to yeah. mention quickly. He's good too. Yep. All right, let's move on to the next series. So the Lakers beat the Warriors in six games. I got this one wrong. You got this one right. I thought the Warriors were going to win in seven games. I think you had the Lakers in six or seven. I think seven. I had the Lakers. So seven. I so just initial reactions. I'm really impressed from what I saw with the Lakers. I think LeBron knows this is his last year to win the championship. And he's going for broke this year. You know, it kind of seems like the stars are aligning for the Lakers right now because Anthony Davis is staying healthy. You know, 38-year-old LeBron, he's relatively healthy right now. Got what it got rid of Westbrook. Brought in a lot of good uh, players, right? They got D'Angelo Russell's fitting well with the team. Austin Reeves is finding his rhythm. You know, Hachimura was a big pickup as well. Yeah. And they all seem to mesh really well. They all know their roles. With Westbrook, you know, he was trying to be the third wheel, and he was still trying to be a superstar, not that guy anymore. So I really like the Lakers roster. And if I was a betting man right now, I'd probably bet the Lakers to win the championship. So give me your thoughts on the Lakers-Warriors series and tell me how you think the Lakers are going to fare in the next round. I mean, the Lakers have a shot against anybody, man. When yeah, Anthony do. Davis is healthy, he's like a top, I don't want to say top five, but maybe like top 10 player in the league. He had two 20-rebound games oh, yeah. in the series. I was going to say, like, when he's rebounding the way he does, he like nobody rebounds like him, honestly. The way, like, his verticality, he's grabbing balls like, way on the top of the backboard like off mm -hmm. the square it's crazy so they they have the size advantage whoever they play because they go big they go anthony davis i think they start vanderbilt and lebron that's a huge front line yep but denver does the same thing but we won't get into that yet um golden state i was really surprised with golden state um clay thompson really struggled didn't look like himself at all just kind of like his pr productivity just went down a cliff almost. You're surprised by them in a negative way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, it, they had a tough season. Yeah, it just wasn't their year. Wiggins out for two months. Yeah. It, I mean, punch, pull in the face. Exactly. Like, That's where it all started. It's all yep. started in the offseason. You know, Jordan Poole talking trash to Draymond Green in a scrimmage, and then Draymond Green knocking him out, punching him in the face, and... The locker room had to be so weird after that. Yeah, it's just not the same. And the Warriors, they just didn't seem right. At home, they were great. They were 33-8. and eight. On the road, they were 11-30. and 30. They were a horrible road team this year. As far as their future, this is tough. Steve Kerr's gone. They yeah. said they're not going to resign him. But that's crazy, though, man. The guy won four championships. You're going to fire the guy that won four championships? That doesn't make any sense. It's it's not that they're firing him. It's just his contract's up, and they're not going to resign him. They don't want to pay him. Probably. They, they probably know the dynasty's over. They're, the owners are probably thinking as businessmen if right. they're going to make that move. They probably know it's over after what they saw this year. Everybody on the team regressed except for Stephen Curry. Klay Thompson had a horrible postseason. You know, that team just... They weren't right all year with the, you know, what we were talking about with the Draymond Jordan Poole incident. I mean, that chemistry and that dynamic must have been horrible the whole year. You know, Clay Thompson regressed. Andrew Wiggins was out like almost the whole season with a personal issue. Nobody even knows what that was. The thing is, his dad is really sick. I think he's got cancer or something like that. Yeah. So a lot of the players, their heads weren't in it this year, I don't think. And there's a lot of regression. You know, Draymond. Green is regressing every single year. Clay Thompson, he took a huge step back this year. Yeah, it was surprising. Yep. I mean, Steph, Carry, Steph is the them. only reason they were where they were relevant. If you took Steph Curry off the Warriors this year, they wouldn't even make the playoffs. It'd be a lottery. That team. team would be awful. Yeah. I mean, look at Jordan Poole's playoffs. 
he was straight trash in the playoffs this year. Yeah, that was surprising too. And Draymond's a free agent. Draymond's going to be gone. They're not going to resign him. Steve Kerr's gone. They'll probably trade Clay Thompson and get basically nothing in return. So I think it's it's going to be Steph Curry. It'll be up to Steph Curry how he wants to finish out his career. Mm-hmm. He's got what four championships? Does he really need to chase more championships? Probably not. He's he's on a max salary, fifty million dollars a year. Yeah, it's going to be. That's a hard. It's hard to say what the owner's going to do with this team. Because their window's done. You know, they got the last championship last year. I mean, that's it. Yeah, Draymond's gone. Trade Clay. Try and bring in, like, you know, I guess they'll start pool at shooting guard next to Steph. Keep Wiggins. And then just, you know, keep Looney and bring in another power forward. And retool. Yep. You know, I think the Warriors in the offseason, they should have got Kevin Durant. They should have brought him back. And I think they could have won the championship again this year. But it's hard, right? You won the championship last year with the same exact team. So it's kind of hard to blow that up, like get rid of Poole and Wiggins and all the young players for Kevin Durant. Yep. So, I mean, I understand why they just won the championship. Why would you fix something that's not broke? But everything that occurred in the offseason, that was just, that was it. Yeah, the Warriors are done, man. And I'm I'm glad for it. Get some new blood in there, right? Yeah, I don't like seeing the same teams win all the time. Warriors, Chiefs, I don't like it. Patriots. I hear you. All right, let's talk about the Nuggets defeating the Suns. Give me your thoughts on that series. Kind of kind of went how I expected. Um, I didn't think Chris Paul was going to miss the whole series. Obviously, that has a somewhat of a difference. Maybe not a huge impact like it would have a couple years ago. DeAndre Ayton missed, like, what, two games? So Jokic dominated like everybody knew he would. Kevin Durant looked not like Kevin Durant, not as efficient, struggled a little bit. Uh, Devin Booker kind of forcing shots just to keep them in the game. So I, it went how I thought. Denver was my pick, still is my pick to come out of the uh, West. So I knew they were going to roll, n- maybe not in five games, but probably six or seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a shame what happened with the Suns in the playoffs. You know, they James Jones pretty much traded all the wing players that they had, brought in Durant. You know, Chris Paul was healthy at the time. This was their window. Yeah. You know, they went to the finals two years ago, almost won. What was it like six games, right? They lost to the Milwaukee Bucks. Milwaukee Bucks. In six. You know, they went for broke this year, and... They just didn't get it done. Chris Paul got hurt again. I mean, the guy's hurt every single year. Yeah, he's gone. And he's going to be like 38, 39. He's old. Did you like that trade for Durant? and Or, I mean, getting Durant and then giving away like Bridges, Johnson, all those young guys? Yeah, because they wouldn't have won with that team either. I think the Nuggets still would have beat them. Yeah, I think Bridges, well, yeah, Durant still, he's not really old, but Bridges had like an all-star year in Brooklyn, and he's young. Yeah, they just try to go for broke this year, and it didn't work out. It's tough because DeAndre Ayton, man, I'm so disappointed in that guy. And he's the number one pick in the draft, and he doesn't even average, like barely averages 10 rebounds a game. And I know in the playoffs for a fact he didn't average 10 rebounds a game. Nope. And they were taking him out for Lawndale, and he's got friction with the coach, Monty Williams. Monty Williams is gone. They just announced it. Him. I don't think Aiton's going to be there either. I think he's gone too. That's what they said. He wants to get traded. I think Aiton's going to be gone. The head coach is gone. Chris Paul, they're going to get rid of Chris Paul too. I mean, I don't... Durant will probably leave too. Chris Paul might retire. Yeah, he So might. it might just be booking Durant next year. That's a good start. Yeah, they don't have anything else. Yeah, I mean, guys will go there to play with Book and Durant though. Yeah, the Suns are in a tough spot. I don't know what I would do with that team. I mean, they, they kind of went all in on Durant, so they have to keep Durant. And books, you have to keep Book. You're not going to get anything for Book in return. And so. Durant didn't really have that good of a playoffs. He wasn't as efficient as he usually is. And that could have been because of the ankle injury, and then he's on a new, just thrown into a brand new team. And, you know, he doesn't know the dynamic there at all. So he was just pretty much playing off the street, never playing with these players before. Yeah. I think they should try and get, like, Damian Lillard. They should trade Chris Paul and DeAndre Ayton for Damian Lillard and give him like five first round picks. 
then then there's there's your big three right there. Yeah, the Suns are in a tough spot. Uh, but the Lakers, I mean, not the Lakers, Denver Nuggets. That's your favorite to win the championship. Were you impressed by Denver versus uh, the Suns? Yeah, I'm really impressed with Denver right now. Um, obviously, Jokic, best. Honestly, he prob- the way it's looking now. I mean, Embiid's hurt, but it looks like Jokic probably should have won the MVP again. Dude, I wasn't impressed with Denver at all. No. I mean, they went to six games with a team with only two players on the whole entire team. They don't have anybody. The Suns have nobody on that roster. That roster is probably the worst roster in the NBA after Book and Durant. Yeah. I mean, those are the two, like, two of the top scorers in the league. And though. they couldn't stop those guys. I mean, they, you know, they stopped Durant a little bit. They were double teaming him more than Booker. I mean, Booker went off. But I wasn't impressed, man. They lost, They dropped two games to that team. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's Duran and Book. The Nuggets, they, they have a championship team. They play defense. They play well together. I'm, I'm impressed with Michael Porter, the way he's playing. Aaron Gordon and Jokic in the front court. Mm-hmm. And then Jamal Murray and Caldwell Pope in the back court. I mean, Caldwell Pope, people shit on him, but he's a good defender. He's a winning player. Yeah, and they have a good bench. Bruce Brown, I think, um, they're they're the deepest team in the West. I think the Lakers are really deep too, so I think that'll be a really good series. But I got Denver coming out of the West. Yeah, we'll get into that a little bit later. But let's talk about the last series. It's still going on. It's tied three games to three. There's going to be a game seven tomorrow. Philadelphia seventy sixers and the Boston Celtics. My opinion, the Sixers blew it, man. They had them. They won two games in Boston. They're not going to win three games in Boston. The NBA wants Boston to win. They're favored by six and a half. I mean, even in game six when they were in Philadelphia, Tatum started like 0 for 20, and they still lost the game. They're done, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, nobody's giving them a chance. The odds makers have them like not even advancing, giving them... Any type of chance to advance. The odds makers have the Celtics favored to win the championship currently right now. So And they're the only team that's not in the conference finals yet. Not yet. So and they blew it so bad, man. Yeah, I I think Embiid, I mean, I watched game six the whole game, and I think Embiid he looked like he kind of tweaked that knee again. He wasn't wearing that knee brace. And the guy, I mean, he's the guy's the best player when healthy, but he's never healthy. It seems like every year it's always a knee or an ankle or something with the guy. I give him props for playing, though, through an injury. Yeah, of course. A lot of superstars will fold, man. They wouldn't even play, think about their future. And B's like an old-school player. You can tell he wants to play. He's going to play no matter what. No one's going to tell him not to play. He's going to play on his terms. So at least he's giving it a go, and he pushed the series pretty much to seven games. So shout-out Joel Embiid. Yeah, that roster is kind of top heavy. Embiid, Harden, Maxi, and then I mean Tobias Harris, and then they kind of fall off a cliff after that. PJ Tucker, kind of at the end of his career. Tobias Harris has been straight garbage in this series, bro. He's given him nothing. Yeah, he had like one good game. So. He, he needs to. I mean, he needs to defend Tatum and and Brown, but you have to give him something offensively. And I I don't know. I'm not writing Philadelphia off like everybody else is. I think they have a puncher's chance. But they're gonna get their ass beat in game seven. I'm I'm calling it right now, they're gonna lose by thirty points. <laughs> in Boston, there's no way. I don't know about thirty, but I could I mean Boston's probably favored by what, like five or six? Something like that. They're favored by six and a half in yeah. game seven. I would take that. I'd take Boston. I mean, that's their ch- they had their chance right there. They blew it. With Tatum going 0 for like whatever he was, 0 for 20 around there to start the game. I know he scored 14 points in like the fourth quarter, but still, man, you got to put that team away. Yeah, you got to cut their heads off, man. And and Boston, you got to give them credit. They came out and they made a statement right away. They they put the pressure on Philadelphia and and gave maximum effort, and, and Philadelphia didn't match that effort. Yeah. As Heat fans, we would love to see the Sixers win. Because yeah. it's a better matchup for the Miami Heat. We beat the Sixers last year. You know, they have the same team. We have the same team. We match up a lot better with the Sixers. Boston's a bad matchup for the Miami Heat. I, man, I want Boston. I want revenge. It's kind of like 1-1 because when we're in the bubble, we knocked Boston out to go to the finals. And then last year, they knocked us out. 
in Miami in Game 7. So I want revenge on Boston. I will say Boston is not as good as they were last year. You think? They're not as good as they were last year. They have a new coach. I don't like this Joel Azula guy's offense. It's like the Mike D'Antoni offense. It's like run and gun and three. That's it. And they don't play the same defense as they did with um, Udoka. He was a really good um, defensive coach. This Ozula guy is like straight run and gun offense and something weird going on with Jalen Brown. You know, yeah, there's reports of him. He's not happy, but he made second team all NBA. So he's going to get the super max for the second team all NBA. It's like 200 million plus and Tatum's going to get a 300 million plus deal. He made first team all NBA. That's going to be tough. This might be Boston's window as well. Cause I don't know if they can pay two super maxes. They won't. And I don't even know if they could, that Jalen Brown wants to stay there. He wants to go be the man like Brunson did this year. Yeah, this is Boston's window also. If short of Boston winning a championship, I don't see Jalen Brown staying there. It's crazy to me that they're the favorites. I mean, the Vegas, I, I always say Vegas is good, but basketball, they, they struggle sometimes with the odds. And Missoula, he, at least he made the adjustment to run the same starting lineup as last year. Because earlier in the series against Philadelphia, he was starting... Derek White at shooting guard and Marcus Smart and having Robert Williams come off the bench. So he finally made that adjustment and put Robert Williams back in the starting lineup so they were big enough to yeah. handle Philadelphia. We'll be watching that one closely tomorrow. I just think Boston's going to steamroll Philadelphia. Yeah, I got Boston minus six and a half for sure. And I'm not the hugest Doc Rivers fan. You know, you know, circling back to the 76ers. I'm not a huge Doc Rivers fan, man. He's blown the most 3-1 leads ever as a head coach. Only won one championship with that stacked Celtics team. Three, we, we three Hall of Famers. Team. Yeah. Arguably, they could have four Hall of Famers with um, Rondo. Rondo. I don't know, man. I'm not really a huge Doc guy. I don't. I think if the Sixers don't win, they're going to fire him. And, and I heard somebody say this the other night. I think it was like Richard Jefferson or Grant Hill. The Sixers are lucky as hell to be where they're at because they fumbled two number one picks. Mark L. Fultz, they took over Jason Tatum. And Ben Simmons, they took over a lot of other players. And Ben Simmons is almost out of the league right now. So yeah. the, the Sixers are just lucky to even be where they're at in a game seven with a chance. Yep. We will see what happens. But Joe, you know what's next? Trivia. We have our tri our first trivia segment. Okay, so the way our trivia segment works is, see that? Yep. That's whiskey. So the way our trivia section is our session. I guess is a session. Whatever. I don't know. Yep. So our our trivia intermission. The way it works is, I'm going to ask Joe three trivia questions. If he gets two out of the three right, I have to take a shot. If he only gets one out of the two right or none right, he's going to take a shot. Okay. Are, are you ready for this? Let's go. <laughs> Don't be nervous. Shoot. First question. I'll start off with a little easy one. Name all of the continents. Go ahead. All right. How many continents are there? There's seven continents. Seven? All right. So North America. Yes. South America. Yes. Asia. Yes. Europe. Yes. Africa. Africa. You got two more. Uh, they both start with an A. Antarctica. Yes. Um, One more. I said Asia already, right? You said Asia. Um, Starts with an A. It's Aust Australia. Year. Yes. There you go. Ding, ding, ding. Yep. All righty. You got the first trivia question right. It'll warm you up a little bit. Second question. Name the top five leading scorers all time in the NBA. Shoot. Oh, man. LeBron. LeBron, yep. Kareem. Yes. Um, damn, that's tough. Scores. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan is number, yep, five. C3. Five? five? Mm -hmm. Wow. There's two more ahead of Michael Jordan. Will Chamberlain? No. Um, Oscar Robertson? No. Larry Bird? No. I'll give you a hint. One of them plays like Michael Jordan. Oh, Kobe. Yes. I don't know how and I missed Kobe. And you got one 
more. Shaq? No. Um, I mean, four out of five is pretty good, but you have one can't more. I believe I missed Kobe. Old guy or? Old guy. Played against Michael Jordan in the finals one year. Oh, Carl Malone. Yes. Ding, ding, ding. There you go. Yes, Got sir. it right. All righty. Yeah, you technically won already. Yeah, I can't believe I missed Kobe, though. That's crazy. Yeah. What's, what's I, the last one? I mean, I gave you that one, but okay. I would have got it. Yeah. I helped you out a little bit, so you got to help me out next time. Okay. <laughs> All right. So the last question. Name the three branches of government. Oh, executive, judicial, and legislator. Yes. But there's a second part to the question. What is the legislative branch responsible for? Um, lawmaking. Yes. Ding, ding, ding. Yep. <laughs> there you go. So, her- so the legislative heritage. branch has the House and the Senate, right? Yep. They make the laws. Legislation. There you go. That's an easy way to think of it. Is Okay. So what is the executive branch? What's their duties? It's like the president. It's like... Approving, making ding, decisions. Ding, 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 yeah. ding. There you go, man. That's awesome. That I didn't her- know you knew that. It's that heritage education, man. Damn. That's Coach Stevenson? No. <laughs> it's that uh, law. I forgot her name. Or no, that's, I'll, I'll give that to Coach Gruskin. Coach Mark Gruskin. All right. Yeah, that's my guy. Great guy. And what is the judicial branch? Judicial is like the judge. Supreme Court. Supreme Court. There you go. All righty, man. Damn, you got all three right. Shit. Yep. (laughs) I know my stuff. Damn, man. I guess I got to take the shot, huh? Yep. Man. I would do it with you, but it's a little late. Do it with me, man. And that's strong. Do it with me. No, I'll let you go, man. I'll I'll give you a little bit. Just give me a little. A little bit. A little bit. Splash. There you go. There, There we go. All righty, brother. Cheers. Oh my God! <coughs> Ooh. Shit. I just felt like that whole thing burned my throat. <laughs> yeah, put some hair on your chest. Ooh. This Maker Mark's whiskey—that's the real deal. Oh my goodness, that's strong. Forty-five percent. Man, I'm impressed. You got all that. Yeah, man. That's that American. Awesome, man. That's that American heritage. Education. That American heritage education, man. Shout out to my parents. Happy Mother's Day, Mom. <laughs> yes, tomorrow's Mother's Day. Mom, happy Mother's Day. <laughs> yep. We appreciate We everything. appreciate all the mothers out there, right? Yes. All righty. Let's move on to headline number two. All right. Headline number two reads, Current favorites now in the NBA going forward after the second round is number one, the Boston Celtics at plus 150. They haven't even won yet. Their series and they're favored to win the championship. They're number one at plus 150. The Denver Nuggets are plus 225. They're the second uh, favorite to win. The Lakers plus 275. Sixers plus 750. And the Heat at plus 1200. What are your initial reactions, according to all the bookies, on the favorites to win the championship? I think the bookies are stupid. <laughs> when, when it comes to NBA, there's yeah. they don't know the NBA like I don't know if they don't watch the games or if or if they're using their little computer formulas or whatever the hell they're using, but so just by that, who do you think is going to the finals? I think I'm sticking with my pick Denver, although I'm a little worried because the Lakers look great. Um I'm gonna go Denver and Miami in the finals. Denver and Miami. Okay. Yeah. I got the Lakers and the Celtics. And I got the Lakers winning the championship this year. You know that's what the NBA wants, Lakers-Celtics. Oh, man. They're going to push for that. They want the Lakers and Celtics so bad, they're salivating over it. Yep. I will say, though, if the Lakers win the championship this year, you know, I'm team I'm team Michael Jordan over LeBron James. I will say that LeBron James would be the greatest player ever. Yep. If he wins this year in year 38, Averaging this many points, leading a seventh seed to the championship. He has to be the GOAT. There's no denying him anymore. He's done everything. What are your thoughts on that? 
Yeah, I I think he already is the best player, you know, leading the league in scoring. I feel like it's debatable on who's the GOAT right now. If he wins this year, I think that puts him over. Over Michael Jordan? Yeah. I think Michael Jordan could have won eight in a row if he didn't retire in the middle of his prime and go play baseball. But anyway, I think the Lakers, they have a chance. Um, but yeah, LeBron. But the thing with LeBron is, though, he's not really like the best player on this team this year. It's Anthony Davis that's having the dominant 20 points, 20 rebounds games. I mean, LeBron's still LeBron, but... I mean, he closed out the Warriors 39-9. and You know, that's that's incredible. The guy's like, what is he, 38 years old? He's on year 20, Bro, so yeah, 38. If LeBron James wins the championship this year, there's no denying him anymore. The leading scorer of all time. He'll end his career top... Five, maybe top three in assists. Yep. Leading playoff scorer of all time. Five championships. Five championships. Four MVPs. What's he going to have? Five finals MVPs if he wins? Yep. You know, all defensive teams, all-stars. There's no denying LeBron James anymore. He will be the greatest player of all time. Yeah. I already got him as the greatest, but I agree with you. It's It would be definitely non-debatable. Because he has everything. The points... The assists, the rebounds, the longevity. The guy's a super freak. Yep. He's he's doing something that's unprecedented. What you're seeing right now from LeBron James is what you saw from Tom Brady in the NFL. The longevity and the greatness at the age. Right? You're seeing the Tom Brady of the NBA right now. You're seeing the best player ever. And I'm not the hugest LeBron James fan. I like Kobe and Jordan better. Mm-hmm. But you can't deny the greatness. You yeah, just can't. And, and he's different than than um, L- Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant because he he's kind of I don't want to say he's pass first, but he you see him pass up game winning shots like where he could have just shot over the double team. He'll pass it to a wide open shooter. Kobe and and Michael Jordan they were not passing on the last shot. Mm-hmm. They were gonna either make or miss that last shot. So it it's different. LeBron's different, but I got him as the GOAT just for everything that you said, the longevity, the stats. I mean, he's won with how many different head coaches? Crazy. Three, I think. Yep. I will say that um, I think if you put Jordan and LeBron at their peaks, I think Jordan's peak was higher, though. Like when he was in his absolute maximum prime compared to LeBron James, I think Jordan's prime was better. The reason why I would move LeBron past Jordan if he wins this year is just because he's doing it at an age that nobody's even averaged 20 points a game at. I mean, what is he, 38, 37? 38. No one's even averaged close to 20 points a game. He's averaging like what he usually averages, 26, 27. Eight rebounds. Eight. Eight assists. I mean, it's incredible. Yeah. And he's leading a seventh seed right now. You know, they beat... The Warriors, they just beat the defending champions. That's incredible. Yeah. Right? First round, they beat the second seed, the Memphis Grizzlies. Young, up-and-coming team. Able to smoke them. They are going to beat the Denver Nuggets. Okay. The Nuggets are going down. Bro, I'm telling you. LeBron and AD or Jokic and Murray? Well, yeah, LeBron and AD. But That's it. The, the other guys, like Michael Porter, Aaron Gordon, um, Bruce Brown... KCP, those are solid, like, other guys. You just say KCP. (laughs) I mean, he's a champion. He won a championship with the Lakers in the bubble. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. And he's he's a good defender. He's going to, you know, Austin Reeves and him is a wash. Jamal Murray is better than Russell. And then Michael Porter is a big body that can guard LeBron James. So is Aaron Gordon. Who would you take? Would you take Jamal Murray and KCP or D'Angelo Russell and Austin Reeves? I'm taking D'Angelo Russell and Austin Reeves. Yeah, I would take the same thing because Reeves, I mean, they're just offensively. So they got a better backcourt too? They got a better backcourt and frontcourt and you're still picking the Nuggets? It's it's a close. It's close backcourt. The frontcourt is really close as well. And then the bench is, I mean, man, that's going to be such a great series. I think a lot of people don't realize how great of a series this is going to be. But I'm sticking with my pick, man. I'm sticking with the Denver Nuggets. They've been the most consistent all year. Mm. Number one seed. 
LeBron had like a broken foot like five weeks ago, and now he's back playing again. Anthony Davis, I mean, he's injury prone too. I just think they're like one injury away of just collapsing. Yeah, you know, I just think it's a bad matchup for Denver. They can put AD on Jokic. Yep. You know, Jokic was going against DeAndre Ayton. We already shitted on DeAndre Ayton earlier in the segment. Trash. Yep. Anthony Davis is a different animal. Anthony Davis, he's like playing on a mission this year. He is. He is balling. He's the best player on the Lakers this year. Yeah. But LeBron, he's kind of coasting in this playoffs. I d- he has taken a step back this year. LeBron James, watched a couple games. Looks old. It's just the legs aren't there, you know, like they used to be. I don't think he can give you those massive games every single night. No. Nope. He's going to pick and choose the games where he goes off because he doesn't have the legs he used to have. But who's going to stop LeBron James? Michael Porter Michael Jr.? Michael Porter and, Come on, and Aaron Gordon. <laughs> it's not going to happen. You know it's not going to happen. The Lakers are going to win in six games. Mark my words, the Lakers are going back to the finals. And looking at these odds, I got the Lakers winning the championship. Like I said, I think they're going to play Boston. I think the Lakers are going to win. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to roll with our Miami Heat, man. I so mean, you got the Heat and the Nuggets, and you got the Heat winning. I got the Heat winning the oh. championship. <laughs> they got the best coach in the NBA by far. Jimmy Butler is a top five player in the NBA playoffs. Always is. Bam played really well last night. You think they can win with five undrafted free agents? Undrafted player, not free agents. Undrafted players. I mean, they're they don't look like undrafted players right now. I mean, Gabe Vincent and Max Drews are the, is our starting backcourt, and they're they're undrafted players, but they're playing really well. We still got Kyle Lowry. Kevin Love was a top five pick. Mm-hmm. Tyler Hero is going to be back. He's a first round pick. So, I like the Heat, man. I just think we're bigger this year with Kevin Love. We rebound, we're physical, we're boxing out, we're beating people up. It's it's ugly, and I think that favors us. Are you laying any money on the Miami Heat? I may put some money. I might put a hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah, maybe two. Really showing that confidence over there. <laughs> yeah, I got confidence in the Heat, man. I am a little worried about Jimmy Butler's ankle, how swollen it looked, but I'll take my chances. So who do you have? The Heat playing. Do you have them playing the Boston. Celtics? You yeah. have them playing the Celtics. I got Boston tomorrow, minus six and a half. I, I could see them winning by like double digits. So what is your series prediction? Do you got the Heat in six, Heat in seven? I got the Heat in seven. That could, Bro, the Heat in Boston is always going to go seven games, no matter what. Even, even on a down year. This is a down year for us. We're the eighth seed. Boston's it's not really games. a good home team, man. They're really no, not. They're not. I think the Heat won two games last year in Boston. The Sixers won two games, and but they're not their best home team. No, they come out flat. They're Boston's so unpredictable because when they're on, they they look like the best team. The best team, yeah. But for sure, there's nights where they come out and just lay an egg and look soft. So they definitely play to their competition level. Yeah, they do for sure. And with the new coach this year, Boston's not on that same level they were last year. So anything can happen. I don't think they should be the favorites to win the championship. I think it should be the Lakers or the Nuggets. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. Honestly, I think it's going to be Lakers-Celtics, and I got the Lakers for sure. Yeah, I just thought the West was going to be the gauntlet this year. And then, you know, Kawhi, Paul George didn't play. Memphis looked like shit. Golden State looked like shit. You know, Sacramento was impressive, but you got to give credit to the Lakers, man. They got a good team. They started the Schroeder the other night, our guy that we that we call the Schroeder. The Schroeder. We used to play him on DraftKings all the time. But mm-hmm. they look good when they play a bunch of guards like that and then just LeBron and Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. But they won't be able to do that against Denver. you got to play big. Yep. We'll see what happens. The NBA playoffs have been great this year. Yeah. Because teams have been upset and you, got, you still have the marquee players, right? You're going to have a new champion this year. So the playoffs have been awesome in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, everybody's won it. The only team that hasn't won a championship that's left is Denver. You know, the Heat won, obviously, with LeBron James. Boston won, you know, what, 10 years ago? Lakers won in the bubble. So Denver's hungry, man. They, have, they haven't won a championship. And Jokic feels disrespected. I mean, honestly, if I'm looking at all of these favorites, 
I would put Denver last, bro, out of all these teams. I, I can't. I mean, I honestly think every single team left can beat Denver. I think the Heat can beat Denver, the Sixers, the Celtics, the Lakers. I think they can all beat Denver. Denver's deep, and they've played together for five, six years. And Jokic is he's getting better, man. He's they not- did not look good versus the Suns. They almost went to seven games with the Suns. They only have two players on the whole team. Yeah, but those are two of the best players in the league. Yeah, but they let Book shoot like 70%. You let one guy shoot that great? Like, come on. Yeah. I mean, Lakers don't really have anybody like Book, though. Or Durant. You know? Yeah. I could see them struggling. The Lakers? LeBron's not... He's not really a... They're playing a better shooter. team. They're playing a better team than the Suns. Oh, yeah. The, and the Lakers. Absolutely. Maybe not a better shooting team, like a jump shooting team. I got the Lakers in six, possibly five. That's how I see that going. I think the Lakers are just going to dominate the Nuggets. We'll see. I don't even think it's going to be that competitive. I Man, I think both series are going to be really competitive, really good. Like six or seven games each series. You're going to see one of the best versions of LeBron this series. He's right there. And he knows this is, this is a legacy season for LeBron James. He knows... This year, if he wins, there's no denying him as the greatest player ever. Won the all-time scoring, leading scorer of all time this year. Yeah. So, cap that off with a championship, finals MVP, it's over. One thing I will say real quick is the Heat have kind of, you know, been nagged by injuries, and so have the Lakers. So, I guess Boston and the the Nuggets are the healthier teams here, Mm -hmm. which sucks. Yep. We'll see what happens. All right, let's move on to our final topic. Topic number three. CNN's chaotic Trump town hall broadcast draws 3.3 million viewers. So according to the New York Post, CNN's controversial town hall with former President Donald Trump spurred a backlash from staffers and left-wing pundits. But it paid off in the ratings. The last place cable news network reeled in 3.3 million viewers for Wednesday's 70-minute broadcast that began at 8 p.m., CNN said Thursday. The ratings easily eclipsed the figures drawn by its regular 8 p.m. news hours, hosted by Anderson Cooper, who averages about 700,000 viewers. The crowd during the CNN Trump Town Hall gave Trump a standing ovation when he walked on stage applauded some of his most provocative comments and laughed at many of the questioners questions she had for Donald Trump. So Joe, I know you watched the town hall. I watched the town hall. Give me your thoughts. I think CNN had to pull something out of their ass here and kind of get their viewers back up because they were tanking, struggling really bad. Um, So I think that's why you saw Trump there. Um, They know that Trump's going to be the, the nominee for the Republican Party, mm-hmm. so they're they're trying to get their viewers and and the country back acclimated with him because they know it's going to be a battle between Trump and somebody else, probably maybe Biden. Might be a Trump Biden rematch, twenty twenty four. Yeah, I hope so. I hope not. I mean, um, yeah, I hope not. <laughs> yeah, but you know, oh my god, it's it's a, a lot of chaos, a lot of funny. You know, Trump's an entertainer, man. That guy's, he, you know, a lot of people hate him. He he is pretty funny sometimes. Um, But I, I don't know. I don't know if... Uh, so I got a question for you. Do you think that town hall locked up Trump as the nominee for the Republican Party? I, I would say, yeah, only mm-hmm. because DeSantis is like nose diving to the bottom of the ocean with, with what he's... <laughs> He's been doing. He is falling fast. Yeah. It's not even close. Um, Republicans know that that Trump's their only hope because he, he's been the president before, mm-hmm. and they honestly have nobody else to run, I don't think. Mm-hmm. So it, it's clear cut. It's going to be Trump. I think if Trump wants to win, though, he needs to, you know, he obviously he had really good policies with a lot of stuff like business and foreign policy and stuff like that. But I think he should, and he, obviously he won't, but I think he should try and cut down on the narcissist stuff a little bit. Like, always me, me, me. Right? All the politicians are narcissists, though. Yeah, but he's, he's like, over the top a little bit. Mm-hmm. But 
I did I did like what he said about you know kind of peace between Ukraine and Russia. He doesn't want. They asked him who he wants to win. Or, did, did you see that they tried to bait him? That that chick was so stupid. A CNN anchor trying to ask him questions. She's like, "Who do you want to win the war?" And he got her good on that. He was saying that I don't want anybody to win. I just don't want people to die anymore. I want peace. Yep. I mean, he nailed it with that response. Yeah, I, I do like the peace, the the peace thing that he's always pushing for, especially you know world peace. I always like that. Um, but for whatever reason, it seems like with him, it's world peace is good. But then our country, you know, he he always says America first. But it always seems like when he's in power, we you know we're always fighting. But obviously, you know, the media has a lot to do with that. They're pushing, you know, division and stuff like that. But I I like the world peace thing, and who knows if it if this would even be happening if he was still in office. But I mean, who knows? There wasn't any new war started when Trump was president. There's wars ongoing, but there wasn't any new wars like there was under Biden with Ukraine and. Vladimir Putin going in and trying to retake Ukraine. So I don't know, man. Um, who's to say if Donald Trump was president, there wouldn't be a war right now. So I don't know. What did you think about Trump's response to the abortion? I don't know if you saw that. I actually didn't see that part. <clears throat> so pretty much the female reporter asked Donald Trump, what is your stance on abortion? And he just countered with, I think that the Democratic Party is the extremist party with abortion because they allow women to get an abortion at week like 35, 40, right? Mm -hmm. And Trump even said during the CNN town hall, he was like, he didn't give an exact date. You know, he kind of danced around that question when you should be able to have an abortion or not. He said he was going to make the right decision for the country once he becomes president on that stance. But he did say, unless, you know, there should be exceptions, you know, if the woman is raped, right, or her life's in danger. He did say that, but he didn't give a timeline on how many weeks until you have an abortion. But he just countered her by saying that, I think the Democratic Party is the extremist party when they allow... You know, women to have an abortion week 35, week 40, or even after the pregnancy. So what do you think about that? I mean, I think, of course, he's going to say that, you know, because that's the party he's up against. But I don't think there's any right answer here. That's like an impossible question to ask, you know. Um, I think women should obviously have, you know, the right to, to choose what they want to do. But at the same time, it's like... You but know, that's, the, the, that's the extremist answer on that end. If the woman's life is not in danger, right, She ha or she hasn't been raped, and you get an abortion at week 35, 40, that's, that's evil. That's evil shit, in my opinion. You can't. Why? Why did you need 35, 40 weeks to make that decision? The baby already has a heartbeat, spinal cord. Yeah. Um, that's extreme on that end. On the other end is what DeSantis ruled into law, six-week you know, ban on abortion. That's extreme. That's that's the extreme on that end. Yep. But on the other end, that's the extreme stance. When in California, you can have, you can abort a baby at week thirty five forty. Yeah, that's that's extreme too, a little bit. Um, Why isn't the national stance right in the middle? Because I, I think it's it's hard. I think it's a gray area. It's like you know, how do you put a number on it? I mean, obviously the number shouldn't be too far one way or too far the other way because then it's just insanity mm -hmm. but it, it's like how how do you come up with an exact answer that's right for everybody and and like you said there's there's going to be situations that are different like if the woman's in a lot of pain or you know something something crazy happened you know whatever i'm not going to get into all that but it i just think it's it's too complicated of a question mm -hmm. to have a like a set in stone answer for it yeah so i I don't know. Honestly, it's like one of those things like, how are we going to fix? We have so many issues, you know, going on in today's world that we don't have the answers for yet. And mm -hmm. I think that's one of them. Exactly. So moving along with other questions Donald Trump was asked, the uh, news anchor, the one that was asking Donald Trump questions, 
<clears throat> excuse me, she asked Donald Trump, why, how come you didn't give a message to the January 6th um, uh, rioters, right? Why didn't you tell them to go home earlier? And he pulled out receipts from Twitter the day before with the tweet saying, we want peace. If you go to the Capitol, do not arm, do not harm the police officers. Be peaceful. We are the side of law and order. We are the side of God. So what did you think about his counter response to that question? I mean, it's, I, I didn't really do much research on that. Like, you know, cause I think, I mean, if you go back on Twitter and read his tweets, the time does, I think it does add up that he did say that at that certain time. He said it the day before January 6th happened. Yeah. Mm, man, it, it's tough because I don't agree with, with what happened at January 6th. Mm-hmm. So there's there's really not much for me to say after that. But it's it's like, you know, he he's not... They're trying to blame January 6th on him, the violence. And maybe that's not fair. But at the same time, he kind of, you know, maybe not on that day, particular day, but... In other instances, he kind of sounds like he's trying to initiate violence, maybe. Like, take our country back. But that was... That what didn't happen then. That happened this year. Yeah. I was <clears> just <throat> saying, I mean, that that's why what I was saying earlier with him. It's like, yeah, the foreign policy is great and there's peace throughout the world. But it seems like here with him, it's, it's like more... I don't want to say violent, but more hostile. Mm-hmm. So... That's, I mean, that's just my take on it. I don't know if what's going to happen, but January 6th to me, I, I, I can't support what happened there. Yeah, I mean, no one supports that. He also said, he also said too, that he was going to pardon most of the January 6th prisoners if he becomes president. He's going to look at their case. But I don't agree with why the January 6th people are still in prison. I mean, that's absurd. I mean, people in New York commit crimes and killings and they're out the next day. And these January 6th guys are in jail for what? Like, there was, nobody was killed. A January, a Trump person was killed by one of the Capitol Police. Mm-hmm. So maybe there's a little property damage, but why are these guys in jail for that long? That makes no sense. Yeah, I don't know what the charges are. I mean, maybe trespassing and on federal property, you know. It's public property. Yeah, but it's a federal building. You can't just I mean, I don't know. I don't I'm not a lawyer or yeah. anything, but I don't think you can just It's you know, the people's house. <laughs> we yeah. pay for. Yeah, it is our tax dollars paying for it. But I, I mean, don't agree with the obviously not what happened, like the violence or anything like that. Those people just shouldn't be sitting in jail for that long. Yeah. And I haven't sat down and, you know, watched the the footage of January 6th of exactly what happened but it you know the lady that did get shot and killed she well not even her but somebody broke the glass and then she climbed in and those you know those people those I don't know if it was a police officer that shot her or security guard one of the Capitol Police yeah but he's paid to protect that building and if you run at a police officer you're gonna get shot so you know that's who he doesn't know if she has what she has on her you know Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I don't, I don't support it. I think obviously I, I support protesting and, you know, voicing your opinion, the first amendment. I think that is, but it's, it's, it's just a mess. Mm-hmm. So what else went on there? They talked about that. Talked about Trump's. Yeah. I mean, the, you know, after the whole town hall thing, you know, CNN pretty much had a meltdown. And mm-hmm. one of their news anchors, Jake Tapper, was crying. Well, dude, why are you crying on national TV, dude? Like, yeah. that's just pathetic, bro. Like, honestly, like it. I mean, I get it. You know, he's trying to sell. He's trying to market that Trump's this like, I don't know, horrible dude, and he's destroying democracy. Calm down, dude. You 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 really don't care that much, bro. Like, let's be real. You're on CNN. You're on the biggest propaganda network out there. So it's like. Come on, it's just fake, right? Yeah, CNN, they're always changing changing the story. But up. that whole network is fake, right? They hate Donald Trump. They think he's Hitler, Putin, 
Satan. They think he's the devil, right? But their ratings are so shit that they're bringing him on the network. You know, so their network is straight, straight shit, in my opinion. So yeah, it's, it's like, just it's, it's kind of hypocritical because yeah. you you bring them on the network and give them an hour t- or maybe two hours of of your network time, and then right when he's done, you said, "Oh, well, I w- I wouldn't be surprised if nobody ever watched CNN again." It's like that's a little hypocritical and dramatic because you just gave them that platform. Yeah, and all the liberals had a meltdown. AOC, she said CNN should be taking off the news and crying on Twitter saying, how dare CNN bring Donald Trump on there? I mean... Yeah. <laughs> it's a mess. It's going to be the same. It's just so silly, man. It's such a charade. Yeah. Like, these people are so fake it's on like the theater. News. They're so... These are the fakest people I've ever seen. You know, they read a script on what they're supposed to say and not say. I don't know. But the crowd, the whole time... I want your take on this. The crowd was cheering for Trump the whole time, and they were laughing at the CNN uh, reporter asking Trump the questions. So what's your take on that? I mean, it's 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 theater, you know? <laughs> it's it's for ratings. It's for show. That's, that's just how I feel about politics these days. It's more of like who can put on the, uh, the best show? Like who's the best comedian? Who's going to make everybody laugh? That's just what I think. Our our politicians have come to. Biden can't do that. He can't do any of those things. He's a dead man. He he's a dead man walking. Yep. So, Biden. Yeah. I don't know, man. I just even like the polls. All the polls right now. I'm not a big believer in polls, but all the polls out now have Trump. He has like a three to five point lead on Joe Biden. If the election was to happen today, if it is a Trump Biden rematch, who do you see winning? A rematch? Man, it's, I mean, I don't know, because, you know, Trump supporters are still going to be full force for him. You know, the rallies, the voting, um, and now it's, now there's no, there's not going to be any mail-ins like it was. Oh, there's going to be mail-ins. <laughs> yeah, but not as many, I don't think. Um, I don't know. I, I like to think our elections are still secure somewhat, more than other countries. Um, but if I had to call it, I mean, man, I don't know. Cause Biden, he's, he's been struggling just to, you know, do anything really. So they can't run that guy again. Joe Biden has the lowest approval rating of any president of all time, but he got the most votes ever. That to me, that makes no sense that he got 15 million more votes than Barack Obama. I'm sorry. You can never, you could never convince me of that that he got that many more votes than the first black president ever. There was so much enthusiasm for Barack Obama. No one could ever convince me of that. Yeah, I think it was a lot to do with, you know, the way Trump was, you know, perceived. Like, the media was full force on, you know, pushing Trump out the door. You know, they were calling him racist and, you know, every every name in the book, they were trying to get him out, so... Mm-hmm. They probably just persuaded the more people to. Yeah, I mean, the media was totally on Joe Biden's side, right? They suppressed the Hunter Biden laptop. The CIA did all that stuff. I mean, that could have swayed the election. Honestly, if everybody knew Joe Biden was getting all this money from foreign countries and now it's kind of coming out now, three years later, after they suppressed it. So do you think Joe Biden can be the president with that, with the lowest approval rating ever? From a president, the state of the economy right now, inflation, the housing market, the way we left Afghanistan. You honestly think this guy can win re-election, his mental cognitive state? I don't know. I would say the chances are really slim. There's no way, man. They can't run him again. <laughs> There's no... How can they run this guy again? He's falling down the stairs of Air Force One. He's falling off his bike, bro. They have to drug him up on massive Adderall and whatever they do before he goes out and speaks. I mean, after he does like a briefing, he's like shaking the air next to him. They can't run this guy again, man. There's no way. Yeah, I'd like, I mean, obviously I'd like to see a younger candidate in there. Maybe we should put an age limit on president too. You know, anything over 75, maybe we should get some younger candidates with some, some clear, more 
clear ideas for the future and people that are actually, you know, hate to say it, but be around for the future. Mm-hmm. I mean, my prediction, I don't think the Democrat, I mean, I know he announced he's going to run, but I think they know that he can't win. And I think they're going to run Michelle Obama. Yeah. If she even wants to run, you know, who, who knows? Why would she even want to run? I wouldn't want to. They've made their money as a family already. We'll see what happens. I mean, that's my prediction. I think they're going to run Michelle Obama. I think it's going to be Michelle and Kamala Harris presidency. That's what I think is going to happen. I mean, I may be totally off on that, but it's still early. So we don't know who's really in the race and who's not. You think it's going to be Biden again, though? I don't know. For the Democrats, I don't know. I know it's going to be Trump for Republicans. It's pretty much going to be Trump. DeSantis, man, will get destroyed in the debates, man. I mean, he's not even a great debater anyway. Like, when we watched... um, Charlie Chris. Yeah, Charlie Chris destroyed him. Yeah, he In did. the debate. And Charlie Chris is, like, one of the worst candidates you could ever put out there. He was a Republican, an Independent, and a Democrat. Yeah. I mean, if you voted for Charlie Chris, I mean... You don't even know what his policies are. He doesn't even know. Right. He's He was everything. I mean, that's like the worst candidate a Democrat could ever run. Yeah, it, it's hard. It, it seems like you have to, if you're going to vote, you're, you're either going kind of extreme one way or extreme the other way. Oh, yeah. Moderate doesn't win anymore. Yeah. You got to be extreme. And I don't think that represents, you know, 90% of the American people, I think, are moderates. It's such a shame, man. We need like some kind of moderate in there, honestly. Yeah. That'll that'll unite us, you know, be moderate and unite the country, not mm-hmm. divide and try to conquer. But I just we'll don't see. I just don't see any what good has come out of Joe Biden's presidency. As an objective person, can you name anything? Honestly. Mm. Nothing much, honestly, not not really. You you really can't. And I know a lot of people voted for Biden, too, because they thought he was going to be this unifier and they were scared with COVID, with all the reckless shit Donald Trump was saying during COVID. I think if COVID didn't happen, I think Trump still would have been the president. But people were really scared and they kind of wanted like stability in there mm-hmm. and like a unifier. And people thought that was Joe Biden. Right. But Joe Biden, like shit's on the right. He says you all are extremists and racist and pretty much so. He ain't no unifying. Yeah, he ain't unifying anybody. He ain't unifying nobody. That's the problem. And I know Trump, won't, he won't unify everyone either. So a lot of people have problems with um, Trump's delivery and his tone and his tweets. A lot of people can't take that. So, Yeah. I don't know. I don't know who the, the unifier is going to be, but it, it's not Trump. It's not Biden. It's not DeSantis. We're kind of stuck right now because, I mean, yeah, Trump Trump's going to give you foreign policy and, and probably world peace. But if the people hate each other in our own country, then it's like, you know, that's that's important, too. Yeah, it's a complete mess. But last thoughts are that's it, man. <laughs> hope hope for the best. That's right. All guys, that's three topics. Thank you all for watching. We'll see you on the next episode. Take care, guys.